0: Hello and welcome to the McTigert Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTigert and this is my podcast where I talk about whatever the heck I want and then I rant about whatever's pissing you off. Basically the episode is, or this podcast, is just me um, trying to make myself feel better by getting stuff off my chest. And then. Um, I end it with. Trying to help you out. By ranting about what's pissing you off. If you have something. That's pissing you off. You can email me. Uh, McTigretAttack. At gmail.com You can. Uh, find me on. Twitter. At KevMcT. Or Instagram. Snapchat. TikTok. They're all McTaggart Attack. Um, there's also the McTaggart Attack podcast Facebook page. Those are all ways that you can um, contact me. You can also uh, say it to my face. I've had people say it to my face before, tell me it before. Sometimes they'll tell me something and they'll just ramble and I'll be like, look, just post it on The facebook page or somewhere so i can see it so i know and then they do it and then i rant about it um usually what i do is i'll post on uh, my facebook page my personal facebook and then or twitter and then i'll get suggestions from there but the facebook suggestions the facebook contributions are usually a lot better than the twitter contributions so twitter really needs to get their shit in order um I will sometimes ask it on, and post it on uh, Instagram and I'll have a few I don't really get that many people respond on Instagram. I've had like one. I think I did one Instagram last week. So there. And yeah, and I've given you all my contact stuff. Uh please uh thank you. Please and thank you for uh listening and downloading the podcast today. Uh wherever you are listening to it if you're listening to it on podbean please click like for the episode you can like it on their little app or their website i think um that lets me know that people are listening uh you can also if you're listening to it on apple Podcasts, please provide a uh review of the podcast Um, because the more reviews I get, the more popular the podcast gets and so on and so forth. You know what the fuck I'm trying to say. And, um, yeah, that's basically it. Was there anything else? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And wherever you're listening, please share, subscribe, and review the podcast. That really helps me out. I would really appreciate it if you did that. Please do that. Once you're done listening to this, please write a review or share it, or like it, or let people know that you listen to the podcast, that would be great. Um, I'm going to keep saying that Tell people fucking do it. Um, make sure you tag me, or the podcast Facebook page, or my Twitter handle, or whatever, wherever you share this, wherever you listen to it, uh, just let me know. Um, just trying to figure out who the fuck's listening. I know a few people that are listening, and they don't need to tell me that they're listening. Again, because every time I ask people to listen, I always get the same two people that tell me that they're listening, and then, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? What did I want to talk about in the podcast episode today? Um, What's on my mind today? For some reason, the 1992 WWF at the time. It's WWE now. But the Royal Rumble, the 1992 Royal Rumble has been on my mind the last couple days, and uh, I was thinking about it now. I'm like, why was it on my mind? And then I watched the Ric Flair 30 for 30 on Sunday afternoon on ESPN because there's nothing else to air on ESPN. They're showing, like, all the old documentaries and stuff, and they're even showing, like, a WrestleMania every every Sunday, which is great. But they showed they showed the Ric Flair 30 for 30 And it was the one And I, blah. The 1992 Royal Rumble was the one where Flair won and became WWF then WWE now champion Because the title was held up And whoever won the Royal Rumble Would become the champion So that's how that worked and uh flair won he was like was he number two i have it i googled it and i have the the statistics here and i was looking that up and i i wasn't thinking about it because flair won i mean to me the 1992 royal rumble might be flair's greatest match considering how long he spent in the ring for you know crazy like the match was an hour and i'm pretty sure he was in it yeah it says that he was in it for an hour and he was the third person in there and i think he had the nope he had the second most eliminations but he was in there at number three and he won the whole thing which was great which was fantastic which and he's a bad guy and i thought it was fantastic it's the first time i was ever like Almost sort of rooting for a heel. And I was 15 years old at the time. But I was remembering that Royal Rumble. And it made me remember that that Royal Rumble was the day that Hulkamania died for me. That's right. That's, that's the day Hulkamania died for me. A lot of fans, a lot of wrestling fans will say that when Hulk Hogan uh, created the NWO in the summer of 96 is when Hulkamania died for them. But no. Me, it happened four years earlier. In January 19th, 1992 at the Royal Rumble. That's when Hulkamania died for me. Because... You know, Hogan had been around for a while, and it seemed to me that, in my little 15-year-old head, that it was time for him to move on. And it looked like they were grooming um, Sid Vicious, well, he was called Sid Justice at the time, to be, like, the next big star. Either that or The Undertaker, so. They obviously, The Undertaker became the most popular one of, of those guys, I think. But at the Royal Rumble, Sid Justice was in the Royal Rumble. And I was thinking, oh, he's going to win. He was who I was rooting for to win the Royal Rumble. And there were three people left at the end of the Royal Rumble. And it was Hogan, Sid Justice, and Ric Flair. And Sid Justice eliminated Hogan. And then Hogan... Was arguing with Sid. Hogan was down... You can you can watch this on, on YouTube. By the way, speaking of YouTube, please go to my YouTube channel. Look me up Kevin McTiggart and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Do it right now. While you're listening to the podcast, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll wait. So anyway... Hogan's standing outside on the, you know, on the floor. And he's arguing with Sid Justice, who's still in the ring. And Flair tries to, you know, toss him out. Goes up behind him and tries to push him out. And Hogan helps Flair eliminate Sid Justice. And I'm watching this, and I'm just, like, astounded and stunned and disgusted with Hulk Hogan. And, like, I'm watching, and the crowd... There are people in the crowd yelling, Hogan sucks, Hogan sucks, Hogan sucks. And I'm pissed off. I'm annoyed. I'm aggravated. I couldn't believe that my favorite wrestler of all time, Hulk Hogan, helped a bad guy eliminate another good guy. Just because that guy eliminated him. him. Does he not know the fucking rules of the Royal Rumble? That's how it fucking works, you fucking idiot. (sighs) I was disgusted, and I, I, for some reason, I decided to like pain myself more by watching it again the next day. And it, it was great, it was good. And I, I was depressed. Like, that's the first, the 1992 Royal Rumble was the first time I was ever depressed. And I was depressed because my favorite wrestler broke my heart. That was the day that Hulkamania died for me. And then I watched Primetime Wrestling that night. The next night, because that was a Sunday. And then Monday night, primetime wrestling. They show what Hogan did. And then they canned it, and they put in, they edited it and put in cheers for what Hogan did. Cheers. And that's not what fucking happened. I watched that. I still remember that from like, how many fucking years ago was it now? 28 fucking years ago. That they were chanting Hogan sucks, and they changed them to Hogan chants. and that was the first time I was like ever really disgusted with the WWE. That was the first time I was ever disgusted with my favorite wrestler Hulk Hogan, and that's that's when wrestling sort of kinda a little bit died for me. That's when like, I think that's when I became an adult. When in 1992, when Hulk Hogan, you know. Uh, did such a cowardly act and eliminated said Justice. It's just horrible. That's the day. That's the fucking day that Hulkamania died for me. Not 1996 like all those other marks out there. But no. 1992. January 19th, 1992 was the day that Hulkamania died for me. (sighs) And I must admit, I became a Hulkamaniac again um, after WrestleMania eighteen when he had his match with The Rock. But that, but but that still there was a good. What was that? Um, was it in a a ten year span? It was a ten year. there was a ten year span there where I was not a Hulkamaniac. Yeah, that's when Hulkamania died for me. Was done. That's right. Not not nineteen ninety six like everybody else. And that's what I wanted to talk about in my podcast today. Got nothing else. I have another story that I want to tell tomorrow. But I'm going to do that in tomorrow's episode. And I'm going to tell you what that is. Because why the fuck not? Or I might not do that. I might do something else. I have some stuff that I want to talk about in these things. But I can't do it all in one fucking podcast. Because then I do all my content in one episode. And what fucking good is that? (sighs) Anyway... Let's hit the music and then we'll do what's pissing you off. Here's a here's a what's pissing you off from Michelle Gleiser. She's pissed off about people that won't respect her six foot bubble. You know, the six-foot social distancing bubble that we're all supposed to respect here. And apparently people where she lives, I think she's in Florida, if I'm not mistaken. And, of course, it seems like people in Florida aren't respecting anyone's six-foot bubble down there, it seems like. That's, That's what I've seen from the TV footage. So, of course, why don't we just cut off Florida from the rest of the world and we'll be fine. That's really what we should be fucking doing. I see that they're like the number fifth state. They're only, they're only the, the, in the, t- I think they're like top six or seven. They're only seventh. I would expect them to, to like work harder at this. They should be, I really think that they should be more than New York, if you think about it. You no, know, it just, just doesn't make sense. But seriously, if in this time of a virus pandemic and you're not going to pay attention to social distancing and and violate people's 6 foot bubbles then you're just an idiot i mean honestly what the fuck point are you trying to make by like being crowded and trying to you know violate people's 6 foot space bubbles okay all right i i mean honestly i i i already have always tried to maintain like a six foot bubble, but now I've increased it to about 10 feet to be perfectly honest with you. I'd much rather have it be 10 feet for me, for my, for my own personal needs. But I mean, if you're going to be one of those assholes that violates people's personal space bubbles, especially when we have a virus pandemic on our hands, (laughs) then I don't know what type of death wish you're trying to live or anything like that. Don't be surprised when you get the virus. If you're going to violate somebody's personal space bubble. For whatever fucking reason. Either you're a close talker. Close talkers have to be fucking struggling right now. That's got to be ridiculous. That if you're a close talker, you know, and you can't be a close talker anymore. Oh, no, that's too bad. I have to think that most close talkers probably aren't even aware that they're a close talker, you know? But Jesus fucking Christ, the struggle that they must be having. But honestly, these people that are so completely oblivious, oblivious—not Bolivia, oblivious of the six foot space bubbles—that they really need to start respecting these six foot space bubbles, or else they're gonna just end up making things worse for fucking everybody we're gonna have to have stricter laws and rules in place for this whole thing because of people that try to violate six foot space bubbles i mean jesus fucking christ it's not that hard if everybody followed the fucking rules and social distanced and didn't go out and didn't try to like you know just just calm the fuck down for a couple weeks if we just all sat around and stayed at our houses and Kept to ourselves, this shit would be over soon, okay? But no, there's fucking idiots out there that are trying to violate, you know, space bubbles for people, and those people are just being fucking assholes. And it's because of these stupid, dumbass motherfucking assholes that we're going to be in this position for probably months, if not fucking years. And that's the bottom line, if you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking.